Hello everyone and welcome to Jumping Podcast, or how I like to call it, what does it take to become a freelance survivor? Here, it's all about paving your way into the freelance world and helping you make the best career move. I am your host Doina, so let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Jumping Podcast. If you're new around here, stay up to date with all the new episodes by clicking the subscribe button. If you're new to the freelance world and you have no idea where to start, check the previous episodes where I talk about how to find your skills, how to price your service, where to find your next gig and more insights for beginners. In the last two episodes, I talked about the advantages and disadvantages of charging per project and charging per hour. These details are for you to comprehend all the pricing strategies that are out there so you can decide what works best for you and test it in a freelance business. Again, remember that one size does not fit all. Today I will discuss about performance-based pay as a fee structure. While the most common fee structures are the hourly and project-based one, the performance pay is how I like to call it the courageous way of billing. So what is performance-based fee structure? Performance-based fee is the billing where the freelancer and the client agree that the payment will take place based on the outcomes and specific performances or KPIs. What is a KPI? KPI stands for Key Performance Indicators. These are mainly some targets which are set in place based on project's objectives and client needs. From client perspective, this is the best payment method they can use because they know that their money spent on a specific project will provide them with the needed outcomes. Also, the client stops wasting money on things that are not necessary, such as paying someone per hour and they are not too sure what to expect in matter of results. Another advantage for the client is that they can budget better. They know what they must have completed and they are not related to paper project or paper hour and they can plan it more accurately. I think the greatest advantage for the client is the peace of mind, as long as he is choosing the right freelancer. Jim Rohn said, profits are better than wages. Wages will make you a living, while profits can make you a fortune. You know it's a bit difficult to get rich on wages, but anybody can get rich on profits. So the question comes as, should freelancer charge based on performance or commission-based? From a freelancer perspective, if you are just starting, it is difficult to understand the value you offer or if the time and effort you are putting in are well worth it, financially speaking. Personally, I started to freelance choosing the hourly pay. Once I knew that it can take less time to finish a project, I switched on project pay. Since 2017, I started to work based on performance as well. For example, I recruit worldwide talents and I'm paid by the hiring company a specific commission of the candidate's annual salary. However, I kept in place all the fee structures. For example, I still work per hour, I still charge per project, and I do performance as well. The advantages of performance pay is that it is negotiable. The higher your value, the more you are paid. You can negotiate your commission or the takeouts way in advance. You know exactly how many projects you need to take on board to get in more money. So the next month you can get way more than in the previous month. And another advantage is that you are not monitored by your clients. 
you have a freedom to work at your rate as long as you deliver. And the best of it is that you are more empowered to be productive every single day, to improve your skills, to improve the way you work. Of course, as any fee structure, this comes along with some disadvantages as well. If a project objectives and the expected outcome is not well defined, you'll find yourself in a situation that you lost your time. The project is out of hand and you have to start over. And once you start over, your pay will be less in comparison to the time spent because you are doubling the time from the same task. And remember that your income can fluctuate. Be ready to have some financial burden in some months. When should you use this method and when to avoid it? Use it when you have tasks that make up a whole project. If you offer any consultancy services, coaching strategies or other matters that take a long time to see proper results, then this fee structure is not for you. It will create confusion for the client. In such cases, you can charge per hour or per task. That's my personal opinion. If you are a freelancer offering consultancy and you are paid per performance, I would so love to hear your insights. I see this method working great for social media managers if they have, for example, to deliver four posts a week or copywriters that have a specific number of articles to deliver per week, per month with an exact number of words. And if you're not an organized person and if you have no idea how long it will take you to finish a task or if you're not task driven, this will be a waste of your time. Some tips I can give you are to be transparent. A client appreciates transparency, confidentiality and great customer service. Be honest. Keep them updated no matter in what direction the project is heading. Also, ask other freelancers. There are freelancers out there that are more than happy to share from their past mistakes and how they build is one of them. Interact with others, ask for advice, see what worked out and see what was an impediment. And if you're starting in freelancing right now, don't think of yourself as a late starter because guess what? You have the opportunity to learn from all the mistakes other freelancers did before you. That is all for today. I hope this gave you some clarity for your freelance business, what direction to take in matter of fee structures. To get access to more resources, go to jumpinpodcast.com slash resources, where you can find any draft invoice to use in your business, an extensive list of freelance websites for your next opportunity, and many more. In the next episode, we will talk about how to invoice as a freelancer. Until next time, stay safe out there. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would be grateful if you can leave a review and tell me what you love about it, share it with someone who might find it useful, and don't forget to subscribe so you can stay on track with all the new episodes. Until next time, pave your way into the freelance world.